Welcome to the Christian Inquiry Podcast, a podcast designed to search for the truth in God's Word. I'm your host, Elijah McSwain Sr., here are my co-hosts, Philip McSwain Jr. and Marquis Lewis. Hello, and welcome to the Christian Inquiry Podcast. My name is Marquis Lewis, co-host. In today's spotlight, I want to speak on You Can't Quarantine the Gospel, drawn from the biblical text of Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8, which reads, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the utmost parts of the earth. We are living during some strange times. More and more cities are taking drastic steps to contain the spread of the coronavirus. Even the church has taken some steps as well. Some have suspended in-person worship services temporarily. Masks have to be worn during worship service. Temperatures have to be checked. Hands have to be washed and sanitized. And many churches have moved many of their ministries online. That's what it takes to contain a global pandemic like the coronavirus. But something we must remember, even if every Christian was quarantined to their homes in the worst possible case scenario, you can't quarantine the gospel. The gospel is an unstoppable contagion that doesn't hurt. It heals. It doesn't destroy. It transforms. It doesn't bring death. It brings life. The Apostle Paul understood this. At the end of his life, he was stuck in a jail cell, chained to a Roman soldier waiting to be executed. He was in a final and ultimate quarantine of sorts. But he wrote these words in Second Timothy 2 and 9, and this is the New Living Translation, which reads, And because I preach this good news, I am suffering and have been chained like a criminal. But the word of God cannot be chained. This message was spreading and multiplying even while Paul was in quarantine on death row. In the same way, we may feel somewhat quarantined during this time of social distancing and confinement, but the word of God cannot be chained. The circumstances surrounding this pandemic can actually accelerate the spread of the good news of the gospel. For the first time since 9-11 and Hurricane Katrina, many people are turning to God, worried about death, concerned about this life and the afterlife, and we as children of God must lovingly share this hope with the world right now. There is a book entitled Outbreak. When the author was asked one day why he titled the book Outbreak, he simply stated that a virus is a great example of how the gospel spreads. It spreads from contact. It spreads from person to person. And in the early church, the gospel spread from Jerusalem to Rome without airplanes, cars, and the Internet. In 1995, Hollywood produced a popular movie entitled Outbreak, starring Renee Russo and Dustin Hoffman. This now classic movie was one of the top 10 movies viewed on Netflix in March of 2020. It tells a story of how a monkey got a contagious strand of Ebola virus. This infected monkey scratched the man. The man sneezed in a movie theater and the cameras followed the particles coming out of his nose through the theater into the open mouth of an unsuspecting movie watcher and the outbreak begins. 
There's a scary scene in the movie Outbreak where a military epidemiologist talks about the spread of the virus. Standing in front of a large virtual map, he says the infection starts here and he points to a single dot. He then says within 12 hours, it will spread this far. The red covers a large portion of the map now. Within 24 hours, it will spread this far. Now half the map is covered in red. He then says within 72 hours, it will infect the whole United States. And now the virtual map is flooded with red. When I watched that scene, I couldn't help but think of Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, where Jesus told his disciples how the gospel would infect the world in a good way. He says, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. That's the single red dot. And in Judea, the red now covers a large portion of the map. And in Samaria, the red covers half of the map. And to the end of the earth, the whole map is drenched now with the red blood of Christ. So I thank God that the gospel message is more contagious than the coronavirus. The difference is that the gospel doesn't kill you. It transforms you. It doesn't make you ill, but it makes you well. It doesn't lock you down, but it frees you from the bondage of sin. Verse 8 is very clear. Every believer is commissioned, commanded, and constructed to share the gospel with a large world. Uh, this text reminds us of exactly what we are to be doing as we move through this world. This passage teaches us about the main thing that the church is to be doing during these times that we are faced with. Why do I say this is the main thing? I say it because here is Jesus crucified and resurrected from the dead and about to ascend into heaven. He could have talked about anything in the world, but his last words were a command and a commission to share the gospel. If it was that important to him, it should be equally as important to us as well. The church needs to learn this lesson that you can't quarantine the gospel. First, the text tells us we must have the right message. Jesus tells his men that they are to be witnesses unto me. Jesus is to be the sole focus of their message. That has not changed. We are to tell the world about Jesus. We are not to talk about us. We're not to talk about our lives, our beliefs, our denomination, our church, or our favorite preacher. None of these things have saving power. The only the gospel of Jesus Christ has saving power for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. We are to tell the world about Jesus. We are to tell the message of his love, his death, his burial and his resurrection. We are to share the message of the gospel as first corinthians 15 3 and 4 records how christ died for our sins according to the scripture and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture we are not to sin to try to impress the world with our grasp of theology or the extent of our vocabulary many people know the theories of theology but they don't know jesus 
Many people can use their eloquency of speech to profoundly pronounce words that describe heaven, but they are on their way to experience the torments of hell. Like that blind man in John 9, all I know is I once was blind, but now I see. And Jesus is the reason for that. That is the message we are to share with the world. Our only mission is to point people to Jesus. He is the only hope the world has for salvation. As someone once said, all we are is one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And Jesus is the bread of life. He is the solution to the spiritual hunger of the world. I need to share with others what others have shared with me. Secondly, the text tells us we must have the right motives. The word witness translates the Greek word martyrs. It refers to those who bear witness to the truth. It came to be used of those who bore the ultimate witness to the truth of those who laid down their lives for the truth. Thus, we get the word martyr from this word. The issue is not myth and legends, but facts and truth. Jesus is calling his people to tell others the truth about him. The word witness was used in the Bible times like it is used today. It speaks of those who testify in a court of law. A witness in a trial is called upon to tell what they have seen and what they know to be true. God is calling his people to tell what they know and what they have seen to be true. Do you know anything about Jesus Christ? Has God done anything for you? Has God been good to you? Has God blessed you beyond your expectation? Has God made ways for you out of no way? Have God delivered you from situations that you should not have been delivered from? Has God saved your soul? Has he delivered you from a burning hell? If you can answer yes to these questions and many other questions that we could pose today, that is what you are to tell the world. You are to tell the world of the saving grace of God and do not quarantine the gospel. We thank you for joining us. And please remember that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Christian Inquiry. We pray that this episode has been encouraging and enlightening for you. And until next time, may God bless you and may he forever keep you is our prayer. Thank you for joining us today. We ask that you will subscribe to the Christian Inquiry podcast. You will find this podcast on many of the major podcast platforms. Once you subscribe, you will receive an automatic download of new episodes for your listening pleasure. I pray that this episode has been enlightening to you. I invite you to join us the next time on the Christian Inquiry podcast to further grow in God's word. Thank you for listening and God bless.